Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Alan, how the heck are you? Pretty good. A little tired today. Really? A little worn you gotta out. Got to perk up? Yeah, I got to sit gotta, up straight in your maybe, seat. Maybe do some jumping jacks. What <laughs> Get I some cold do? water going in you? Yeah, I got this. Thanks for the water. Unless yeah, you got an energy helps. drink. Yeah, no. No, this is, the water's fine. <laughs> nothing like good caffeine. <laughs> nothing, yeah, nothing like water to make At you. night, right before you go to sleep. Exactly, right? Just be, <laughs> you know what's funny? Caffeine has no effect on me, I don't think. Except in the very early morning. It does for me. Does it? Yeah. yeah the little about that I've now started taking. Yeah. Um, I love it. <laughs> I have to admit. I've tried to myself off in different occasions and yeah. then I come back on. Um, but I, I take a little bit in the mornings. Yeah. Actually, morning it helps perk up out. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then when we do these, because I've worked all day, I'm right. often tired. Yeah. I have a little little bit little little bit little booster a little a little one uh that's full disclosure for anyone not that anyone cares or yeah. is listening but uh We're concerned about your health jason yeah so this is an interesting uh episode um we're talking about natural consequences. Okay. And uh, the title for today is Natural Consequences. Let your kids be cold, wet, and lunchless. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> so. It's like dystopian future. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, well, we're going to learn about like, you know, what they are, what are natural consequences and why are they effective? Yeah. Are you familiar with that term? Yeah. And I think we may have covered it in previous episodes in terms of like, if that person's throwing a fit, then whatever, well then, all right, you're just going to be without whatever it is, or you're running late. You're going to be without whatever it is. And I think you talked about that in context. Of yeah. One yeah. Of children. And yeah. just that, that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get into it. So, pure like real definition is natural consequences to children are things that happen as a result of behavior or lack of the behavior Mm -hmm. with no interference by the adult. Right. So the cool part of this is that you get to teach your children important lessons without being the bad guy. Right. Because you let the natural consequences being yeah. a bad guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. The fork in the electric socket. <laughs> hey, that, that's a good. In fact, we're going to get to some examples. I didn't use the fork in the electric okay, socket, good. but that's a good one. Yeah. I've got some other ones that are a little bit more dangerous. Uh, that's not dangerous. Pro- yeah. Well, no. I mean, they, they can. Some some fire stuff. I mean, oh, there's all okay. kinds of examples. Yeah, yeah. These are a little bit more tame. Right. So the first one, just so people can get under understanding of what natural consequences are. The first one, as an example, if you stand in the rain you will get wet yeah that makes sense totally that's a natural sense. consequence sure. if you would decide you're going to walk out in the rain yeah. you're going to get wet. Right. Be wet so when you ask your child to put on a raincoat make sure you have an umbrella put on your rain boots and they don't say hey you're going to get wet yeah i'm not going to bring you a change of clothes or i'm not doing whatever they will get wet and they'll probably be pretty uncomfortable yeah. in whatever situation they're in yeah so the next time they will probably more likely go, you know what? Maybe I should bring an umbrella. This time. <laughs> right. Um, another one. If you don't eat, you'll be hungry. Mm-hmm. So how many times do we tell our kids to make sure that you eat before you go somewhere? That, hey, you're going to be going somewhere for a long time. You should probably eat before you go. Right. No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, so if they choose to and they're going to get hungry, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. 
they may learn than they need to eat. And now you understand sometimes where it's like, hey, I'm not really hungry. Well, then bring something or, you know, but and so sometimes that's hard because the children are just so in the moment. Yeah. That they're often not thinking, well, in two hours, I know I'm going to be hungry. But what they do learn is saying, oh, maybe mom and dad are correct in what they're saying. I should probably heed that and listen to that uh, suggestion. Yeah, exactly. That's where it comes in. So it's kind of like the fork in the socket, (laughs) as you were explaining earlier. (laughs) If you tell them and say, hey, guess what? It's a really bad idea to stick the metal piece or fork in the socket and they go ahead and do it anyways, they didn't listen. That's a natural consequence. Now, I'm going to get to some more specifics after I give some additional examples, but the examples are fun. So Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) number three, if you forget your lunch, you're going to be hungry. Right. So this will happen at school, and you'll see this on occasion, where the parent will actually then go run home and save the day and run back to the school with the lunch. Right. Now, I am guilty of this. <laughs> sure. This happened, I believe, even in like kindergarten. Yeah. At that point, when they're that young, you, you got to be a little mindful of it. it, it I was still Give getting used to bringing my child's lunch, right. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that I didn't feel like that was their fault, per se, because right, right. it's not like we've reiterated 20 times, you need to do your lunch, you need to do your lunch, you need to do your lunch. Right, right. Because we were the ones making the lunch and bringing the lunch. So yeah. that is something, though, that as they get a little bit older, it's important to, uh, you know, to kind of do it. That's just a natural consequence. Right. Another one kind of related, but if you forget your backpack, you'll yeah. need to turn in your assignment late. Like, let's say they have a pending assignment and they forgot the papers in there. Well, that can be the same thing where you're like, oh, I need to go bring the kid's backpack. He forgot his backpack or she forgot her backpack. I'll bring it to them at school. Same thing. Yeah. I think it's dependent on the age. And the situation. Yeah. And the situation. Yeah. Um, another one. If you don't bring a jacket when it's cold out, guess what? It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. Uh, You can tell them it's going to be cold, but until they experience it, they may not understand it. So once again, they're going to believe they're going to start to believe that what you say and be like, oh, you know what? Mom is suggesting a coat. Yeah, I should probably think about bringing a coat. Uh, yeah. uh, on a tangential note, I was in, uh, I think it was right after college and maybe a little bit after that, but um, a buddy of mine used to tease me for bringing a jacket everywhere. <laughs> and then he moved to Massachusetts and he's like, dude, I retroactively take back all the crap I gave you <laughs> when, you, when I, and you took your jacket. It always gets it's cold. It's always cold here. <laughs> it could be warm in the daytime, then at nighttime it's freezing. Oh, so you were bringing it to what, I would like bring in it, Southern California? Yeah, or? I would bring oh, it yeah. everywhere I went. I just, yeah. I just had got this habit of bringing my jacket everywhere. <laughs> and so my buddy, yeah, he was like teasing me. It's ingrained in you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That is great. It was cool. uh, another one, if you don't read the lesson or study for the test, you'll get a bad grade. Yeah. Now, you know, depending on the age, it's up to them if they want to get good grades. Again, if your child's not concerned about their grade, well, you're going to have to figure that one out. Yeah. Um, but this is probably, you know, your concern and not theirs. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, they want to do well and they'll remember when they need to do something. Right. Um, of when, you know, something's due or they need to study. Um, the key with all of these is that you first have to have the discussion with the child about the consequences. So as the example I gave you with my child, uh, with the lunch, I had never said, 
hey, if you forget your lunch, I'm not bringing it to you. Right. I'd never done that. We've never established that. There wasn't a problem of him not bringing his lunch on a, you know, sure. this was just an occasion that happened. Yeah, yeah. So it's something where you have to have that conversation and maybe it's something that's happened a, t- a time or two or more and you do feel like the child should or sometimes you actually you don't feel that they should but you know they should yeah. be able to do this themselves yeah. and so they're not you know of toddler age per se but they're a little bit older and so you know, you can't just spring it on them as all of a sudden a natural consequence and go, well, uh, too bad. You know, especially if you just tough luck, kid. Yeah. You know, if you've never discussed the cold (laughs) and at night and you need a jacket when it's cold and you do that, they're just, you can't expect that they're going to know that. Right. They're learning the ways of the world. So be mindful of that. You have to have that discussion first. That's sort of the rule. Um, And then the other is like, it's, and I I think I mentioned it's, it's not going to work in every situation. Right. So one of the examples would be like, you know, your child's not putting their clothes in their hamper. Yeah. Okay. So you might say, Hey, only the clothes in the hamper are the ones that get washed. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's a natural consequence. Like, they're just, they're not going to get washed. going to be dirty. Well, that's more of a logical consequence, actually, than natural, but well, kind of yeah. in the, along the same lines. So if your child doesn't care about wearing clothes, <laughs> dirty clothes, it's not going to work. <laughs> right. This, I think this falls a little bit more in line with the, the logical consequences. Like the consequence is in line with, with, with what the, the situation is right, versus right. like a punishment of any kind. Because punishments don't work. Sure. This is them learning based on the fact that their behavior has a consequence in the end. And that's more of a logical, which is kind of the step cousin to this. Yeah. Um, so a big proponent of this, a lot of where I got a lot of this information is Jane Nelson, who we have mentioned before, positive, positive discipline. She's an author. She has a course. It's awesome. It's really good information. But she also indicates that there's times when the natural consequences are not practical. In addition to, when your child doesn't care about it. Right, right. Um, so an, one example is like when your child's in danger, yes. you know, and you're not going to let them play in the street and have natural consequences. Yeah, like, get hit by a hey, car. Yeah, the car might be coming down the street. That's <laughs> not a good situation. Boom. See? Right. <laughs> um, another one is take time for training. Um, in other words, you know, as I mentioned, like a toddler or somebody younger that it has to learn over time. Like one time that them playing in the street is dangerous. It is probably not going to work. You know, they're going to, it's going to be over time that they have to learn this behavior. So like when they're really young, it's, it's, it's not going to just be a one-time thing where this is going to just like, Oh yeah, this works. You know, no problem. Um, I think when, when natural consequences interfere with the rights of others. So anytime, the effect it has on more than just your kid. Yeah. You know, it has effect on other people. You got to be careful of that too. That might not be good. Um, and, and then as I mentioned, just like the results just don't bother them, you know, the consequence doesn't bother them. Um, you know, if you don't, you know, if they're not going to eat their peas, well, who cares? Like there's no (laughs) consequence to that. I'm not going to pass out tomorrow because I didn't eat peas. Yeah. It it doesn't matter. So yeah. as I mentioned, like the, 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 the close relationship to this is logical consequences. And the difference with that is that that requires the intervention of an adult. So oftentimes they get confused, logical Mm -hmm. consequences and natural consequences. Um, but if there's any intervention required from you, so like that laundry example, that is a logical consequence. 
Um, I think we'll, we, we should have another podcast about logical consequences because there's probably yeah. a lot of examples that would be good with that. Yeah, too. there might be. Um, whether it be cleaning or doing homework or doing the things, there's a lot of people um, use punishment. You know, and, uh, you know, we had uh, we had done an episode about punishment. I created an infographic about like alternatives to punishment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important because the punishment just doesn't work. People think it does. And it's a short term solution because somebody doesn't want to be punished, but they don't learn the behavior. So even if you're punishing, you still need to teach the new behavior. Right. You know, and the punishment is often us thinking that that's something that works and it doesn't. Right. So that's, that's something that's important. Um, So I think, you know, using natural consequences where you can, can be really beneficial. Um, As difficult as I think sometimes it can be for adults, you do see the behavior change. For sure. You know, I, I can recall you know, this was a way that I think my, my parents or, you know, my mom had, had sort of used the natural consequences with us too. It's like, Hey, if you're going to do this, here's what's going to (laughs) happen. Be aware of it. Yeah. And then it's your decision to make that happen. Sure. You know, that's, um, in fact, I I was talking to, or one of the guys in the meetup group, I recall had said he was letting his young kid barbecue And the child, he was showing him how to barbecue and the child. And he said, listen, this is really hot. Like you don't want to touch even like the outer grill part. Yeah. It's extremely hot. It's going to burn your hand. And he went ahead and stepped up to it and touched it. (laughs) And I mean, he kind of didn't stop it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he was there. But he saw that he was reaching for it. He said, I've already, I've told you, you know, and he did yeah, that thing. Yeah. And the kid, the kid touched, it, touched and, it and touched it and probably, you know, burned his finger a little bit yeah. and then said, okay, I'm not going to touch it's that like, oh, anymore. That makes sense. Dad. That's it's how you learn. Right. Yeah. And so that he said that solidified for him too. Like, oh, I can trust dad in what he's saying. Right. Yeah. What he's saying is for my own good. It, yeah. It's a warning and, yeah. and you can do that. So sometimes, right. you know, the natural consequences, like I said, they're not easy and you don't want to make sure you want to make sure the kid's not in danger. Yeah. You know, and that, that. That could be up for debate of letting the kid touch a burning object. But at the same time, it's like the, you know, the fork in the, the, fork socket. In the socket. Like, yeah, I think I'd you rather... only do that once. Yeah. You know? <laughs> when you go flying across the room, you probably totally. stop doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's important to do that. If anybody has any examples of natural consequences or feedback on this, if you disagree, agree, Alan, what can they do? Email us podcast at dudes or hit us up on social media, Twitter at dudes to dads, Facebook dudes to dads com and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Go to Dad University. There's a lot of great tips. Jason has and Deuce to Dad has its own channel now. Yes, that's right. Deuce to Dad has its own. So uh, Dad University and Deuce to Dads are now separate channels. Correct. And you can subscribe to both of them. You Matter of fact, you should. Um, <laughs> go, do it now. Don't don't listen to the rest of this. <laughs> no. And then uh, also go to iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave reviews. Subscribe to those channels. It really helps perpetuate the show. Awesome. Anything else? That's it. Quick and dirty. Quick and dirty. That's good stuff. Natural consequences. Be sure. uh, We do love feedback, so we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Uh, Podcast at dudestodads.com. And with that, Alan, thank you very much, as always. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time.